in the year 20XX, Super Nanny Jeremy Berkeley and podcaster Kevin Weir have to protect a gaggle of girls from the worst thing ever, boredom. Shouldn't that be like boys or something? Or like babysitting? I don't know what girls want. Jamie, your phone died. My phone died? Well. My phone didn't die, Kevin. Yeah. My phone went on. <laughs> my phone was fine. My phone number went on a magical journey of discovery. Yeah. I was trying to think of some way that we could, like, uh, uh, what would be the word? Go into, get into this conversation? Because you wanted to talk about this for a while. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, oh, well, how do we bring that up? I think we should just go right into it, Jeremy. Your phone went on. Your phone never went on a journey. I mean, this is a buck wild story. And I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. So join me, audience, and hear the story of Jeremy's phone number. Okay, everybody. I'm driving, picking up a friend, going to yeah. drive him to a new place. <laughs> You're going to bring him from point A to point B. Point A to point B, giving them a ride. The way you do with the people. Way, the way I do. Um, I get there. I call to them to let them know I'm there, yeah. and I drive them to the place. When we get to the place, I look at my phone, and it says, SIM card not provisioned. And I'm like, Ed, yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. So I'm like, okay, and uh, can't contact anything or use my phone for anything, really. <laughs> can't call, can't call like, a provider. Can't call Rogers. It's, yeah. it's late, so the store is closed. Yeah. Also, I have plans on saving the world. He has stuff to do. I had, I had shit to get done. Yeah. Um, so the next day I go in yep. to the Rogers store, and I go, hey, my SIM card doesn't seem to be working in the way it's supposed to. Why isn't my SIM card provisioned? What? Where is the provisions for my SIM card, please? Give me some rations. <laughs> Perhaps a torch. I require more pylons. Um, <laughs> so the associate there goes and pulls up notes on my account. And it turns out, while I was driving my friend from point A to point B, yeah. someone went on the live chat help service, Oh. pretended to be me, Oh. And got my phone number transferred to a different account. Oh. Yes. Oh? Yes. Okay. So they transferred it to, um, I'm not going to say the company's name. I'm just going to say it's not their fault. And let's just say it rhymes with the letter L. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so we contact them. And we're not sure if we can do anything, but we're going to try and get that account suspended so that if people call the number, they're not like it's my business number, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't enjoy getting a bunch of calls of people asking about flooring. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm going to leave my questions to the yeah, end. Yeah. Well, I'll get there, Kevin. Okay. I already know what your questions are. All right. I'll, I'll answer them. <laughs> okay. Ahead of time. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll sit down. I'll, I'll so, but luckily, down. the account information is still everything under my name. Yeah. So we're able to access the account in its entirety. <laughs> At which point we're like, hey, this is fraudulently open. Please close it and we will get this number back where it's supposed to be. Yeah. But So we call Rogers and Rogers is like, okay, we can do it. But it's going to take two days. <laughs> 
And I'm like, why is it going to take two days? And they're like, well, we could do it in like 30 minutes. But because it's fraud, we have to do a case on it. Oh, yeah. Right? They have to keep it all written up and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically basically then the the associate who is more upset at this point than i am <laughs> i'm just sitting there i brought a book i was like i'm gonna be here for a while yeah you do your thing i'll be here when you need my information yeah yeah i'll be sitting around yeah uh so she's so upset that eventually she's like give him a phone number for the next two days so he has a phone god damn it it is the year of our lord 2019 <laughs> give him a phone number um so i had a, a, a different phone number for two days and then yeah. i got my phone number back now here's a couple things that are interesting okay before i tell you what their plan was yeah uh one in order to do this they had to pay my phone bill <laughs> Yeah, that was my first question. Yep. Like, what do they get out of this? <laughs> yeah, because so they still have to pay your phone bill. They had to pay my phone bill, uh, so I got a free month of my phone. That's fun. Second thing, Rogers felt bad about it, so I have more data on my plan now for free. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Um, now off to what this possible? Why? Why would you possibly do this? Yeah, there's there's other, sometimes things happen where I just go, this is this feels like a scam. But why? Here's, For here's, what purpose? It's actually attached to two different scams. Here's Ooh. the first scam, Kevin. The The first scam requires that they hack you again. <laughs> they got to double hack you to get yeah. your contacts list so that they can message your friends and family and ask them for money. Okay. It's a- as you. As me. Okay. It's coming from his number. He must really need money because Jeremy has explicitly told us that he doesn't need our money. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So that that obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, the second scam is that a lot of people now have their numbers attached to their bank accounts. Okay. And they can get their banking password texted to them. Ah, uh, yes. To their phone number. So they basically they don't know what bank you're at or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so they just message every bank, being like, "Hey, can you send my password to this phone to I my guess- phone number?" But I don't do that either, so I was safe. I guess it's sort of the thing. Like, there's a lot of stuff where they will send you a yeah, they'll like, send you a code. Yeah, a text a text to your phone. Yeah. The thing about that is that the way the way that that works re- requires the person not to notice that their phone. Yeah. So they're kind of relying on you, kind of being a loser well here's here's the here's the thing they, not they, they, timed, they timed it actually really really well yeah because the first thing is that the, com- the phone company whose name name rhymes with l yeah uh their phone line help service support system is not running on sundays uh, okay. this happened on a saturday uh, so the only way we could chat with the help team was with live chatting with yeah. them <laughs> the yeah. same the same hacking way they got my stuff yeah uh second the day after was family day Oh, okay. So if I did not have a store nearby me yeah. uh, that I could go to on Sunday, yeah. that I could solve the problem within the hours that they were there, yeah. uh, I would have to wait another day. So they would have had three days. Yeah, so they would have had time. Yeah, they would have had time. I can see where they're going from. They would have had time, but I was too on the ball. Yeah. So I say to, you, to this, you hacker <laughs> who stole my phone number, yeah. thank you for paying my phone bill. <laughs> Because you could say, I hacked you. <laughs> I want to add a little bit to the story, yeah. which was, I guess, the day after it happened, I got a text message from an unknown number <laughs> that simply said, yo. yo. <laughs> and I'm like, well, 
I'm really bad at, at entering people into my phone. Yeah. I'll tend to just text off of the the unentered number. <laughs> and then, you know, something will happen with my phone and I would never be able to hear from them again. So I just came up with a lie. I said, hello. My, sorry, my phone lost a bunch of contacts recently. Figuring, yeah, there's a lie. Yeah. That looks, it's not that I don't like you or remember who you are. <laughs> but then you said, that was from last night. This is Jeremy and this is my temp number. Yeah. So that's that entire conversation string. <laughs> that's you know that's the only conversation string that number had in its existence. <laughs> because remember when you were with me when we were trying to figure yeah. out what's wrong with my. I didn't phone. realize you texted. Yeah, me. I did. I was like, maybe if I try a text, we'll see if it goes through. And I texted yo to you. Yeah. Just to see if it would go through. And then and nothing th- happened. And then when I got my temp number, it did go through. So I know exactly when you got your temp number. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. That was quite a... It's a magical journey. It was quite a magical journey we took you on. That has yeah. nothing to do with our topic. It has no, well, I don't uh, know. You know what? In, in some sort of cursory yeah. way, some sort of like, you look at it from the horizon just seeing the curvature of the earth, you yeah. could say that it's similar. You could say that they're tangentially connected. If you were like, who's that Pokemon? And it's a circle, you could be like, that's, <laughs> that's a Voltorb or an Electrode yeah. or a Jigglypuff from the top. <laughs> uh, you could be like, yeah, those are the same. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to do a topic as we do. We? Yeah, as we okay. do most weeks. We can just keep talking. Nobody, we, no, nobody took our topic. We we never just talk for an episode without doing a topic. Yeah, that would be insane. Yeah, we would never do that. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, That would be a huge betrayal of the listener's trust. That's something that you would do, like, at most once a year. Yeah. <laughs> What we're going to do is actually talk about something. And we're going to talk about something from a video game. That's right. That's pseudo-popular-ish. Nah, I think it's, uh, I mean, it's an indie game. If you're into yeah. indie games, you've probably heard of it. Yeah. Uh, the game is called Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge is a 2010 uh, <laughs> Metroidvania platformer. Yes. Where you are in a biomechanical world with more guns than you will ever use in the game, being told what to do by the faces of women. Uh, well, the faces of giant mechanical women. The, uh, giant mechanical women telling I don't, you I, what to do. Have you started playing the game, Kevin? I, have, I played it, yes. All of it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I haven't beaten all of it. Yet. I finished it. <laughs> uh, I have you, lots of questions about what happens in the game, but that's not what this is. I about. will tell you one thing, Jeremy. How many guns do you have in this game? Uh, I mean, I think I'm at nine. There's like twelve or thirteen, man. Yeah, yeah. and they get much, much less useful, and then <laughs> useful again, and then less useful. Yeah, there's some that I like. I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> um, yeah. But that we're not about the guns. No. It's not what this is about. No. I don't know if this happens again in the game, but pretty early in the game. Yeah. You find an item. Yeah. And it is a syringe. Yeah, the bi- has, the bio enhancer, bio accelerator. Yes, it's some bio something. Yeah. It's a syringe. It has red liquid into it. Yeah. You pick it up and your character goes, "Hey, I wonder what this is." And then a female face <laughs> tells you Giant mechanical female face tells you, oh, you'll probably like this. Let me wirelessly inject it into you. Yeah. And I, I, at that moment, I went, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. You pick up a syringe and you're looking at it. Yeah. And then, then, then this, this great and powerful (laughs) face is just like, just like, oh, that thing will like, like, uh, fuck up your genetics. You'll you'll like that. Don't worry. I already transferred the, the data through your mind link. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the best part. Here's the best part. Then afterwards, your character is like, 
I don't know if I'm into this. And the giant biomechanical face set goes, don't worry, it only works when you're at full health. <laughs> yeah, which this we're, we're not going to do this. I mean, we'll say what happens in the game. In the game, you all of a sudden get like scorpion tails and <laughs> the, fire guns. Yeah, they <laughs> shoot like plasma balls out. Yeah. I'll tell you what happens one more time. It happens one more time? With a pretty easily to miss one. And that just gives you four tails. To shoot oh, okay, gotcha. Out. Gotcha. It's just an upgrade on it. Yeah. yeah, but so our topic for this week is, is what if you could wirelessly transmit injections into people? And what other things could that be used for? Yeah, like, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> not only, Here's the thing. Not only is it wirelessly transmitted, yeah. it was immediately effective. Yeah. There was no, like, diffusion thing. It was like, no, this is just part of your DNA now. Yeah, so... So it seems like what we really have to focus in on here is the fact that it is an injection. And presumably he, presumably this injection still existed. It's just from the, from the front. All we have is a dialogue. All we have is the dialogue they were saying. Yeah. And from what it sounds like, it sounds like they took the data of it, well, I of, think, like, I think of the injection. There's two ways we can look at it. Yeah. The way that you're describing so far, which yeah. is they took the data of the injection and overlapped it with your your data. Yeah. And made it so that it coalesced. Yes. Right? And the second way we can look at it is that they turned the liquid in the syringe. Because you still have the syringe after if you look at your inventory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that just lets you know you have it. Yeah. Um, they took the stuff that was in the syringe... And changed it from a solid state liquid to a wireless signal, <laughs> like beamed it into your body and then turned it back into the liquid. Yeah, <laughs> that's another possibility. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I I looked it up just so we can sort of get an idea yeah. of it on the Axiom Verge fandom wiki because that exists for everything that exists. Yep. Is called the Bioflux Accelerator. Great. Yep. Now, I don't care what the specifics of it does. I only care about this one thing. Yeah. So, the exact wording is, she transferred necessary info using near connection. Yeah, so so it could be either of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jeremy, what I would like to do here yeah. is I'm going to give you a... Uh, a dramatic reading of this exchange, I guess. <laughs> okay. Between the characters of Trace. Yeah. Which and, is which is you. Which is you. Uh, and Els- Elsa Nova, which is giant woman face. Which is one of the giant woman faces. One of the giant woman faces. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what to do. Do you want me to be Trace or Elsa Nova? It's up to you. What would you like to be? I think I'll be Elsa Nova. Okay. I'll be Trace. Okay. A syringe lying in the middle of a room? That's just a bit ominous. This contains, how you say, small blood machines? Like in your mind, they can provide powerful modification. Please take them. Don't tell me you want me to sick myself with this thing. Too late. I have transferred the necessary info using near connection. Your body will produce now. Injection over wireless? Somehow that's even more terrifying. What did you do to me? You will find this useful. But only works if you are uninjured. Thanks. I guess. So what we got from that <laughs> is that it's apparently full of blood machines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a huge thing in this game about biomechanic, like machine and biology kind of intermixing. Yes. Yeah. So 
it it's it does sort of sound like me like she's essentially it, it, it is it is not moving the content it's making your body it's changing your body to match what it is does that make sense it doesn't I, sa- I, let me look at that again <laughs> this uh, is the part of the show where we try to figure out what exactly is happening um the reason i got from that is where she says well i have transferred the necessary info using near connection your body will produce now. Yeah. Okay. So I I don't think it changes you to the same state as what's in the syringe. If that makes sense, I think it it adds it transfers necessary info, so it adds something to you. Okay. No, that makes sense. Right. Okay. So it does kind of it is so it is literally wireless injection. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> now, first of all, I I would say that this makes me think of flu shots. Yeah. My favorite thing by far is that it's still in an injector. Yeah. <laughs> still got to be in that syringe. I I guess so. <laughs> I suppose it well, doesn't I think, actually. I just be in the, the vial. Qu- the quote tells us one thing, and that is that we need some sort of near connection. So you still have to go in to you get be the close injection. to it. Yeah. You got to be near a connection. So, so maybe when like let's say you're in your few your uh, flu shot. Uh, you walk in these sort of a vial, and they're like, well, here we go. It's in you now. Oh, hell no. That's not how it happens, Kevin. <laughs> okay. You know how it happens? How it happens. Everybody's like, oh, got to go to this clinic. Get my flu shot. Right? And they just come out with a giant vat, and they're like, all right, everybody, hold on to your shorts. <laughs> this shit about to get and wild. And then, Kevin, they do everyone in the room all at once, wirelessly. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And just so to be clear, also... It is taking up the contents. Like, yeah. Okay, so it does have to be a vat. Yeah, it does <laughs> it have to be, be a vat. vat. Okay. Yeah. I guess that means that gets over your fear of needles. Yeah. You don't don't got to worry about needles no more. You don't have to worry about needles anymore. Know what, know what my favorite part about this is? Yeah. Is that it doesn't matter if someone's an anti-vaxxer. You could just have a vat of the vaccination at a school, and as the kids come in, you wirelessly that's, transmit the vaccine. That's what them. I was. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like <laughs> this is the sort of world where you're like gonna get onto the subway. You'll be like riding the subway. You'll be like, "What's that? Va- what are all these vials in the roof? Oh, they're so we can get our booster shots." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I will say, you you kind of can't. Uh, just be like, well, this is the booster shot for this thing. Everyone who goes past it gets it because someone who goes it multiple times and just get it a bunch of times. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. do sort of have to have people come in or at least, you know, uh, for a school be like, all right, everyone, today is the day you get <laughs> get your polio vaccine. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a day. And if somebody yeah. doesn't want to get the polio vaccine, then they don't fuck them. They don't come that no, day. Fuck them. <laughs> they don't get told. <laughs> well... In our democracy, Kevin, we have to tell people. I suppose. So yes, anti-vaxxers will still exist. <laughs> however, I feel. I however, f- Kevin, it's now on record. Yeah, I, it's record that you did not get that vaccination. <laughs> I feel like, and I think it should be made public. <laughs> I think in this world, so that I don't have to be around you. Isn't it our world? It's kind of record that you don't like you like you. Yeah, can- but I'm I'm talking about like. They send it out to everybody. <laughs> They're like, hey, we know your kids all got vaccine for polio. Thanks for that. Uh, here's a list of kids and parents that didn't. I I will say that if we're trying to create a world that's around, that has this technology in it, I do feel like there might be a substantially, um, how, to, how to put this, higher rate of uh, 
totalitarianism. <laughs> because, yes, it's true. The The morally best way to do it would be to let everybody know when you're injecting them with something that, yes that would be the ethical way that'd be the ethical way of doing it yeah but i mean in a world where you could pretty much just like put a vial close to someone <laughs> and no, then well, press I, a think, button. I think yeah you need a machine you need some sort of connector we don't know what that looks like yeah right? I, I mean but... in, in axiom verge it's a giant woman face it's a giant woman face yeah so maybe it's <laughs> just a giant, giant woman, woman face, face. Her name is her name is Patrice. Uh, She's very nice. <laughs> she makes sure that diseases that we've almost eliminated don't come back into circulation. Hey everybody, it's just Patrice here, your your favorite giant woman face. Today we're doing measles vaccines. Everyone come down to the injection site and you can get your measles vaccines. If you don't, I'll blast you on social media. <laughs> It's me, Patrice. And you know I'm saucy. At at Patrice Face <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> you don't know shade until this giant woman face gets at you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey everybody. Te- technically we're not we can't like ostracize people. No. We can definitely shame them. Oh yeah. We can one hundred percent shame them. That's how society works, Kevin. <laughs> I like that in this world where you can kind of like dictate who gets the things. There is a lot more shaming. Oh yeah, it's also so it's so easy. Yeah, you don't ha- need a needle. It's not painful. It's instantaneous. Well, I I feel like if you can reach up to that point, then it makes sense to even have injections just like at your corner store. Yeah. Now this sort of brings back to like an early point where <laughs> we're with a little bit of totalitarianism having. A biological way of um, of telling who people are. Mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of sort of comes along with it. Here's the thing: you're taking it towards totalitarianism. I'm, no, I'm saying that right. that, that, that yeah, exists yeah, there. Yeah. Well, obviously that would exist in this world because there'd be different cultures. Yeah. But there's also a very socialist way of doing it, Kevin. Yeah. And that is is that basically everyone agrees. That, you know, vaccine and flu shots are important. I thought we agreed on that already. Yeah. Right. And then they pay tax to the government and the government just sets up things so it happens automatically. Yeah. Right. Then you could take that a step farther because we're talking injections and the thing that comes into our mind for our world is uh, flu shots and vaccines. But there's other things you can inject into oh, a yeah, person. Oh, yeah. You, you could get... Uh, like you said, a booster, but you could put essential nutrients like in Calgary and like 80 percent of Canadians have vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> yeah, you could you could wirelessly transmit vitamin D to people. Yeah, like, like sunlight like... <laughs> as if it was sunlight. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things we can go into like with those uh, with like the weird other things we can do or like in hospitals. You wouldn't need an IV anymore. But, but, but just wirelessly transmit that saline solution into your body. But I think before we go too far into this wirelessly transmitting, like, other things. Yeah. Because that'll be fun. That'll be a lot of stuff. I kind of want to try to stretch out and see what other type of things can come, on, come out of this technology. So let's, let's break it down to its clear points. You are taking a liquid. Yep. And you are turning it into information, yeah, which can then be put into a person. And it's on—it's not really a liquid in them. It's just giving them the information. I mean, I 
I think it has to turn back into a liquid for it to make well, sense. Well, no, I don't think it, I don't think it does because the way that it worked that it's phrased in there I, well, is that the information is put over his body and his body starts producing those blood machines. I don't think that's quite it, what it says is there's a transfer. Well, right? And you can absolutely take it the way you're talking about well, and that it's a data transfer. Well, that's not even taking it. I so too late I have transferred the necessary info using near connection. Your body will produce now. Right, but it may not be the blood machines it produces. It might be the scorpion arms. Well. <laughs> right, right, like it will now produce the effect. Well, yeah, but I I think I think that still comes it, down to the. The reason why I think it has to go back to a physical thing, Kevin. Yeah. Is if it's a vitamin or a vaccine, like the vaccine makes sense. It can yeah. stay wireless as long as your cells has that information. They can fight off. That's what disease, I mean. Like it's putting right? the data in for say, for the flu shot. That works too. But if it works like that, then you couldn't do vitamins and stuff because you need the physical vitamin. Your body doesn't produce that. Well, no, but right? it, it, it would be like if you wanted to replace a supplement, you need the physical thing. Well, yeah, but it, 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 isn't what supplements effectively do are just like boosts in your body effectively? I, I mean, mean they're, they're, they're fuel in your body. How would you describe what a vitamin does? <laughs> a vitamin, Kevin, yeah. puts something into your body, your body needs that it, it can use then to make itself stronger. Okay. Right? It doesn't it doesn't boost your body's function. You don't you don't take a, a sip of that sweet, sweet milk to get some vitamin D and then like the vitamin D comes out of you, your body it just like signals it's not a signal to your body. You then, need well, the physical. Well then thing. I wonder if if then you can't then you can't put vitamins into so someone. So basically we're saying that it only work it would only work with information for your cells. Yeah, because that's that's doing the only thing we do a base off of which yeah. is that conversation that Trace and Elsa Nova have yeah um then it sounds like what she is doing and because his body is all kind of funky you guys sort of get that in the game mm-hmm. um because his mind does weird things he's like a he's, he's been like biomechanically enhanced and stuff yeah um with something like that then it has to be something that you can put into a body that will change the information of the body, not actually literally – because or else we're, well, what we're, we're entering to... into a world that's kind of like that Pokemon world, world yeah. we made a long time ago yeah. where you could digitize matter. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think it's that matter is being digitized. I think matter is being turned to information, which can then be put into something so it has that information. Okay, so then it would work for vaccines and flu shots. Yeah. And it might have a couple other applications. Yeah. You couldn't use it for supplements. No. But you might be able to use it for, like, healing burns or scar tissue. I was also thinking for things that cause you to produce more things. Yeah. Things that are, like, endorphin boosters or hormone boosters or yeah. Yeah. Um, steroids? Uh, Maybe. Maybe? May- probably depending on the type of steroid. Bas- basically, if you're, you'd be able to tell your body to produce more muscle. Yes. Um, you'd be able to tell your body to heal that burn scar. You'd be able you, to tell you, your body to grow those scorpion guns. Uh, I feel like that is this bridge too far. Mm, scorpion guns. For this world, anyways, <laughs> because we're not taking the biomechanical abilities. No, no. We are um, taking the giant woman face, though. Yeah. Patrice, <laughs> all a, our friends. It's a connector. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a direct quote. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I also think, Kevin, that in this world, once that technology is made, you might be able to stop cancer. Ooh. Not cure cancer, but stop it. Ooh. 
Well, then I think that's something that's very interesting to talk about. Yeah. But we still have a minute to talk about before we go to commercial. No, we can go to commercial right now. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Okay. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Superfoods. Yeah, foods that are full of vitamins. And, and minerals. N- nutrients. That's right. And heat vision. Okay. Can fly. <laughs> and, uh-huh. A berry that grabs yeah. you off a building. Yeah, we're talking about those berries with, with lots of vitamin C, vitamin B12. And shape-shifting abilities. We're talking about those berries with barbs. That Super can strength. Stick to you. Yeah, <laughs> stick to you like Spider-Man. Climbing walls. I think we need to have a chat about superfoods, Kevin. Superfoods flying through the sky to save you. We made a cancer-free world, Kevin. <laughs> let us let us show you how with my twenty-four point presentation <laughs> of how we stop cancer. Uh, the the twenty-four point presentation will be running for the remainder of the podcast. It's only visual, however, but make sure you watch it. Okay, we're gonna now sit in silence. Okay, the joke can't go on for that long. You put silence for too long, and the audience is, does not like it. Uh, we, are, we are afraid of silences. It lets the darkness in. <laughs> so instead, we will talk. Jerry yeah. House is a cancer-free world. Well, because if you can transfer information directly to cells, yes, um, cancer is the unchecked growth of cells. Um, and because we are not lobsters, our cells can only divide so many times before you know they deteriorate into nothing and yes. die because we are not lobster gods because yes. we are not lobsters yes um, gods of the sea yeah um <laughs> so basically what you could do is instead of trying to go in and remove the cancer yeah or kill it with radiation yeah um you could just transfer the information to the cell being like hey stop that okay so really well well we're talking about the injection what we're really doing what this world really is and what that really that injection was was just information yeah and what we what we're talking about in this well that this is one of those worlds where where it feels like this bit of technology really did come up later yeah yeah like we've reached the point where we created the ability to just tell cells what to do this is really funny because it's something that that scientists are actually trying to do yeah are you trying to tell tell cells what to do well i mean the the right now in our world yeah the the way they do that is with drugs yeah right they they inject a drug or sometimes a bacteria yeah and they know a cell will react a certain way to it but now you can just i guess (laughs) how to describe this i guess you've created the shortwave beam instructions (laughs) to your cells kevin yeah but but it feels like the the fact that they exist already like i love the vat (laughs) like because you can't just tell information you have to transfer that information from something that already exists yeah so you can't just be like hey cells here's this vaccine you have to be like here's the vaccine we're gonna turn it into data and shove it in your cells yeah like, yeah. it, like, it has to be that. So if you can stop cancer, you still have to create the liquid. Well, here, here's the thing with that, Kevin. The you cancer could, liquid. You could use just regular human cells for that. Yeah. You just have to tell the cells to be like these normal cells. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> like, it's not a huge problem. So so, so what you're telling me is what we need What we need is some good cell paste. Yeah. Yeah. Some good, good cell paste. You see, you, you see <laughs> uh, 
I'm a doctor now, and this is the voice a doctor makes. No other voice, just a doctor. <laughs> now you see, Jeremy, your your cells are bad. You got some bad cells up in you, and they're making bad things in your body. You don't tell me whether my cells are good or bad. I do ascribe uh, worth upon your cells. <laughs> your cells are evil. And they're trying to kill you. Are you Bill Cosby or Barack Obama? No, I am a doctor. <laughs> this is the voice of a doctor. Okay. If anyone, if anyone's like, what does the doctor sound like? This is what a doctor sounds All like. All doctors sound like that. All doctors sound like this. <laughs> it's, 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 it's running away from me, Jeremy. It's running away. <laughs> it's going to a different place. <laughs> you do, well, you, 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 your sales are bad. <laughs> but what I have here... Is a vat, <laughs> and this vat is full of good cells. Oh, there's good cells in there. Yeah, it's so all. I, do I take a bath in that vat? It's all goo, gooey good cells. Them, <laughs> okay, gooey. No, gooey, what I want you to do is stand good gooey cells. No, what I want you to do is stand real close to it. Okay, just a little bit closer to it. I'm standing. All right, I've now injected you wirelessly with all these good cells. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> now your bad cells they ain't bad anymore. Oh okay, you're good. That's great. My tumor is still there. Can though. I leave now? You're you sound weird. <laughs> I am a doctor. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, the thing is, in this world, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I think obviously, as we've discussed, there are medical uh, uses yes. for this technology. Uh, very useful medical uses. Yeah. Uh, that could eliminate actually quite a lot of diseases because yeah. a lot of diseases are just your body doing something it really shouldn't be. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a little scamp. <laughs> what a little scamp what your little body scamp is. What a scamp your body is. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it like depending on how ubiquitous this technology is, and usually yeah. we go that it's fucking everywhere. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the you, thing- well, the thing is, you could do things like tell your body, be like, no, you do not need to do diarrhea. No, like, no, you are not actually like that. Pollen is not actually harmful to you. You don't need to react to it. Well, it, it, it feels to me that essentially there's two different technologies here. Is kind of what we're talking about. There is the wireless transfer technology, yeah, which we'll discuss. But then there is the thing, the thing that's actually being transferred, yeah, which is slightly different mm-hmm. because we're not just saying that you know transfer anything. It has to be information. Yeah. In liquid form. <laughs> We're talking about liquid information here. I mean, I don't know if it has to be liquid necessarily. <laughs> I think it I think it has to be at least a paste. That's fair. That's fair. I don't like I don't think you could transfer a brick. No. Of of matter. Yeah. Not like the a mortar brick, but Yeah. Uh like I do think it would have to be at least pasty or gelatinous or something. Yeah. And I guess what you're doing, I still it's still hard to wrap my mind around this. I guess what you're what you're doing there is you're taking the paste, you're breaking it down to its information, telling yourselves, "Hey, do this." Yeah. So in the context of Axiom Verge, where the if where if because the, the ideas are supposed to be that if you injected yourself, it also would have worked. Yes. So if he injected himself, he would have had a whole bunch of blood machines inside himself. That well, would he would have, have had nanomachines in it. Nanom- yeah, they call the blood machines nanomachines. Yeah. Inside himself, that would have made that tail. Yeah. Instead, they transferred the information into him. Yeah. To make that tail. Yeah. To make to change his biology. Yeah. To make a tail. Yes. Okay. But I I think we have to take out the change to biology part. Yeah. Because that's the sci-fi weird part of Axiom Verge. That's the sci-fi weird part? Yeah. Well, and okay. the giant women faces. And the giant women faces. <laughs> um, 
But there are there are a few other things that you could basically tell your body to do. Yeah. You could increase metabolism. Yes. Uh, you could increase muscle yeah. uh, building, muscle growth. Uh, you could probably uh, stop things like dementia and yeah. uh, Alzheimer's. Maybe. Um, well, it's a deterioration of, of cells, basically. I mean, it, it sounds like you're sort of leaning towards that you can just stop death from well, happening. Well, no. You probably couldn't stop death because, again, humans die because we're not lobsters and our cells can only divide so many times. Okay, but so you can't tell a cell to <laughs> divide more or... No, because it doesn't have the material. Right. Right? We're, you, we're not Right, because we can't put things. stuff in. We yeah. only tell it to do things. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So you you could tell... You, it could increase your metabolism. Yeah. It's just telling your cells to burn more fat. Yeah. Um, you could increase muscle growth because that is telling your your cells to divide and grow. Yeah. Divide and conquer. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... I guess you could increase libido. Yeah. 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 And I, oh, this is where it gets weird, Kevin. Yeah. Because while you are in your growth period as a human. Yeah. Like from, from basically the time you were born till I guess you're about 24, 25, you can tell your body to grow in specific ways. Oh, so you could genetically engineer your puberty. Yeah. Yeah. You could. <laughs> okay. You could be like, God, I gotta have. Oh man, that would be so bad. How yeah, many, they're, they're how, many like, how many guys do you know, Kevin, that were obsessed with the size of dicks? I mean, it, enough that it would be a thing in this world. Yeah, there would be a bunch of guys who would basically be like, No, I gotta go to the big dick room. <laughs> so that they <laughs> you're can, the room that'll give me a big dick. I gotta go to the room where they tell my dick to grow big. Well, this this is sort of what I mean by so the the ubiquity of this would come down to the fact that, obviously, the technology itself is everywhere. Yeah. It is that big, giant woman face. Yeah. It, that's, that's like, Patricia oh, hello, face. Patricia face. Well, I mean, that's, that's what Hovering she is. above, looking down upon that's her That's what subject. she is here. Yeah. But, I mean, there's different ones. Oh, you're right. There's Helga face in Russia. There's, there's <laughs> Helga face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. There's a Susie face that's over in the U.K., I kind of like the idea that they all just have, like, the most basic white woman names. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter where you are. No, no, no. This is Shaniqua face. Okay. Yeah. I just like the idea that you go to China and this is Debbie. <laughs> Debbie face. The Debbie face. Um, um, but, but, okay. So, the technology is – I think the technology is everywhere because that's yeah. pretty that, – that. I think the, the, the part of where or not they exist will really come down to – where that liquid is yeah. and who can make it and where you can get it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's true. You could tell your body, make big dick. However, who's going to, who's going to like, who, someone has to make and then sell well, and then they have to buy the big is, dick this formula. Is, this is where I was getting to. Yeah. Because I think in this world, Kevin, once this technology becomes available and people realize that you can do things like eliminate allergies yeah. or intolerances or stop harmful reactions to your body, right? You can stop all those things. It, it becomes worthwhile to have the material available. Yeah. And the best way to get this sort of material, Kevin, is another kind of technology that we probably could have, but pretty much every government has been like, no, this is wrong. All right. What is it? It's cloning, Kevin. Uh, okay. So you clone people, take, turn them, to, turn no, their... No, no, no. You, you don't clone. You, 
okay. people. What you do is bas- basically what you would do is you would take uh, you would clone the very beginnings of human life. Yeah. So you could get lots of stem cells. Yeah. And then you can tell the stem cells to change into whatever you need. Okay, so the idea being that, like, all right, the, as, as, as we had the good cell pace, we're like, all right, yeah. this is the this is the pace for uh, I don't know, big dick, big dick. Let's go, big dick, <laughs> the big dick pace. Jeremy, it's me, the doctor's back. Oh no, it's, why are you in my house? I'm, I'm, I didn't come to your office. I didn't even leave my address. Ah, uh, you didn't lock your door though. <laughs> That's many things you didn't do. Oh, uh, all right, Jeremy. Well, are you a vigilante? Well, you see. <laughs> Uh, you, you, uh, you, I'm trying to help you here. When you, you're a young boy, okay, you're a growing yeah, boy. Sure. You're a growing boy. Yep. What I have here is that, a room. That's me. And we take this room and you send in this room. And give the, you a, the a, thralls of puberty. Give you a real big dick. Oh, great! Thanks. I'm doing this for you. I'm happy with my penis size. I'm a doctor, <laughs> and I want to help. That people. is that is becoming more and more sketchy the more you say it. <laughs> no, it's true. I'm a doctor, and I want to uh, help hello, you. Hello, we've got the house surrounded. There's a fake doctor in there with you. Do not listen to him. Okay, Jeremy, here's what we're going to do. I have a gun. A what? I have a gun. Why do you have a gun? I need you to get down and put your face on the ground. Why Why is this always happening? They're not going to take us alive, Jeremy. No, they can take me alive. No, I'm they're com- completely fine with it. We're in this together we're now. Not. <laughs> we're together not. We're not. We're really not. You're just... Just come into this room. We're going to tell his brain to shut off. <laughs> <laughs> Can they do that? You could induce sleep. Um, I don't think you can. It's a mental function, right? If if they, the thing is, is if if they can navigate to see what cells are doing during certain points in time, right? Yeah, but I don't. I think- guess they couldn't make him sleep. They could probably make him drowsy. No, I don't. But the thing is that I don't think they can actually tell because they're just changing. They're just putting information into the body. Yeah. I don't think they can do that to change a mental state because mental state is based on the firing of neurons. You're right. You're right. Like you can't just tell a cell because sleep is a very weird thing where they're not entirely sure why it happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, other than the fact that you get tired, but why do we get tired? Why is that an evolutionary function yeah. that we are given? Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll go mad if we're awake for too long. We do. I certainly have. <laughs> we do do that. <laughs> I think we've both been legally insane. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jeremy, I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> have you stayed up for over 72 hours? Uh... <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Then we've both been legally insane, Kevin. Oh, cool. I would. I when I was coming back from doing my uh, filming in India, we took like oh god, a sixteen-hour flight from India to New Jersey, and then, and that was like so we had the full day, then a sixteen-hour flight, and I don't sleep on planes because my shins get just pounded because you're big because I'm big because <laughs> I'm big and my shins. It's always the shins. It's always my knees. Yeah, well, because like that's what usually there's a bar yeah. like in the seat in front of you, yeah. and you can sort of do a weird thing where kind of like pop the shins underneath, yeah. But then you just sort of like your knee. You, no one wants to sleep with their feet and your legs entirely straight. No, it's not great. Yeah, so there, and then we had a few more flights. And because of how time works, you know, time—the thing we all deal with—the the uh, constant construct in our life. When I arrived back home, it was morning again. Yeah. So to keep my life 
on track. You stayed up all day. I stayed up until 8 p.m. So I think that was more than 72 hours. Okay. Yeah, I just yeah. did it for funds. For funsies, Kevin. Wow, <laughs> ah, one of them fun times. For funsies. After, one of those times after university, you're like, how long did I stay awake for? I mean, do you, I don't know if you were aware for, for this, Kevin, but there was a project by a student in when I was in first year and they were in fourth year. Yeah. There was a project by a student. He was doing had been doing a dream journal all year, and for his final project, he stayed up for 72 hours. And had different people, like, visit him to keep him up. Yeah. Uh, and then he slept for 12 hours, and when he got up, he wrote down his dreams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I just have this uh, annoying habit for a while, and still now, when if I have no one else in the house with me, yeah. like, if I have no other human being to give me structure, <laughs> uh, I just don't sleep. Yeah. I just, I just, like, life continues on. I keep doing things, and the sun goes up and comes up, and I'm like, oh. Right. Oh, no. Crap. Oh, and then I pass out for a couple hours and I wake up again and I do it all again. <laughs> that seems like you have bad structure in your life. Kevin. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. There's no wireless connection fluid that will fix that. Nope. So I don't think I don't think it can change mindsets. I don't think you can yeah, make right. someone. I don't think you can make someone happy or like. Well, well, here's the thing. You can do endorphins. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could you could produce dopamine, right? Yes. You could make your cells produce that. Yeah. You can those um, the, the, the things that tell your that tell you to feel stuff and do things like that. Yeah. Are possible. Yeah, you could make somebody feel like they were in love with you. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could t- try to tell. I don't think I don't think your cells can produce anything they can't normally produce. No. I don't know, but in Axiom Verge they do. No, we're not taking but that's that. That's the part. biomechanical. Yeah, part. we're not taking that. Part. That's because his body's already kind of fucky. Yeah, uh, Trace's body is fucky. <laughs> he's a he's a big fuck boy. Got a big fuck boy. <laughs> is what we're saying here. Uh, indie game. Yeah, uh, and the, like the thing is, there's also limits. Like if you're past your growth period as a human, yeah, you're not going to be able to tell your dick to get big. No, it's 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 set. It's truly a thing for, I guess, teenagers. <laughs> teenagers, yeah, who can afford it. There's no way that is a that is like subsidized by the government in well, any way. It depends on the culture, right? If we're <laughs> if we're talking about a culture that's trying to create like like people who are at a certain level, right, and like is oh, trying to yeah. eliminate flaws. Oh yeah, no, you you could ha- definitely have the culture where it's like all students will be ascribed with these sets, yeah, these things. This is this is like genetically superior, and this is what we're gonna do. Well, it and the the strange thing is that because of the where it appears in the timeline, so you can't. I you know I guess you could do it to babies. Yep. I guess you could just make a homogenous society. Yeah. Of just just a, a What's bunch. What's that of, movie again? Uh, Gattaca. Yeah. You can make Gattaca. I guess you can make Gattaca. Yeah. Gattaca didn't really take it that far. I mean, it all. It also Gattaca, Gattaca, with, with Gattaca, you wouldn't have a person who wasn't also, genetically. Also, yeah, I don't think like, I don't think Gattaca. Viable, right? Yeah, I don't think Gattaca was. No, it was genetics. No, no, it was genetics. But Gattaca yeah. wasn't. Um, uh, the fact that they were making people like that is that the people who had that were genetically. Uh, yeah. Superior by their standards, yeah, were at the top of the, and they just knew that, yeah, they weren't just they weren't making people like, yeah, it. if they you just, didn't have the genetics, you had to fake it, yeah, and I think, and Gattaca is either the good genetics or the bad genetics. I don't remember which one. I don't remember. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Designer babies, Gattaca uh, from the year two thousand and I don't know. Um, but but the thing is, is they would do it to babies. Oh, uh, yes, right. Oh, your baby might be lactose intolerant, but we're just going to tell its cells not to react to that. Yeah. Your baby might 
have asthma, but we're going to change that while it's still growing. Could, well, I mean, could, is lactose intolerance something that you could do later? You could probably do lactose intolerance later. Asthma would be harder. Asthma would be harder later. Yeah. Um, but also, as you grow, asthma becomes less of a problem. If you have really big lungs, asthma is less of a problem. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a form of asthma, and it's... I just got, I just got real big lungs. <laughs> Gotta get them big lungs. I got them big lungs. Um, but it's also, it's also the type of thing where... Um, it, for a baby, if yeah. a baby was born and, you know, didn't have a hand or was missing an arm or something, yeah. you could tell those cells to grow still. Like, you're you're still genetically pliable enough to do that sort of thing. I mean, maybe fetus. I don't think baby. Yeah. Think, can you tell a – Jeremy. Jeremy. Yes. Let's push these microphones away here. I have a question for you. Okay. Jeremy, are babies lizards? <laughs> <laughs> I have a very serious question for you. Don't laugh at me, Jerry. They're not. <laughs> they're not, Kevin. A baby's lizard. They're not, Kevin. But not all their cells have been prescribed yet to what okay. they're going to be. Okay. Like, this would have to be very early. This would have to be in, like, the first year of your, you being a baby. <laughs> you tell me that you can look at a baby and be like, I want this baby to be different. Yes. If you cut off a baby's tail, it grows back. <laughs> babies don't have tails. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, I don't know what babies are. <laughs> yeah, I gathered that. Jeremy. Nope. <laughs> We've already been killed because you, you said they wouldn't take us alive and you shot me. Jeremy, we're ghosts now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm leaving. I'm leaving you and you can't stop me. You can't haunt another ghost. <laughs> Go the fuck away, you stupid ass doctor. I'm a doctor. Great. Go to hell. <laughs> Let's try to, I don't know. Let's try to wrap up what this what this world is. Well, I mean, I think I think the thing is that in our world, in our history, yeah, the big sort of divide between types of countries is basically people who engaged in capitalism and people who moved towards fascism, communism, and socialism. Yes. In this world, you would have another shift. Whenever this this, this technology comes up. Yeah. You would have another shift because you would have the people who would look at it in a totalitarianistic way. Yeah. Right? You would have people who looked at it in a very socialist way. Yeah. You would have people who would look at it in a very democratic way. Yeah. Um, and that would create the divides. Let's let's vote on what we put in your body. Yeah. Yeah. And for all the good things it will do, it will still – a lot of it will come down to what the individual groups, uh, countries, what all these people – morally and ethically believe is right like you you'll get, yeah. you you'll, you'll get the ones where it's like no we'll put whatever we want in people to make them what we want them to be because because it's better because because it's better but because the, the, that's the thing the, is it's also you would have like the, we've talked basically very generally but you would also have people who'd be like we know that this is bad but we're going to do it anyways because it gives us a short-term advantage yeah Really, what we're talking about is we're talking about a about a about a hotbed for some good YA uh, sci-fi dystopian future. Oh yeah, like one hundred. Like this, this would be good for like an art, like a tabletop game. Yeah, tabletop RPG would be great for. Uh, it'd be great for a young adult novel. It'd be great for really dark adult fiction. It's it's very it's it's close to the sort of types you get with uh, like Altered Carbon. Yep. Uh, where it's you know it's about 
you buy a better body. Yeah, except except for this one is not as much later. It's it's a you it's it's an early. This is an early like. Well, you you yourself don't have much control over like specifics like that. Well, we we've base it could never become altered carbon. Yeah, because the technology does not transfer thoughts. No, it only transfers information to your cells to do certain things. Yeah, so altered carbon would not happen, and therefore it cannot become every like <laughs> type of story and technology. That's true. Um, but uh, I agree with you. You you would there would be people who would buy better bodies, and because cloning is so important to this working yeah cloning would be a big technology in this world. yeah well i mean but though it would not be full body cloning it would be as as i did in that joking for that one sketch um cell paste yeah it would be like these are the cell these are the cells that, the information from these cells are the ones we need to send you yeah so you don't have so you don't have allergies yeah these are the cells we need to send you so this like it it's like how vaccine is dead um uh, dead, Ill, the, the dead cells of the illness. Yeah, that the, and they transfer that information over to your cells. So they know how to fight it. Yeah, it's like that, except for instead of transferring how basically, to fight it. Basically, for anyone who doesn't like a vaccine, let me see if I can change your mind right the fuck now. Yeah, a vaccine is an injection that tells your cells if it bleeds, you can kill it. <laughs> you can win this. Yeah. This is a fight you can win. Exactly. Here's the information and all your enemies' weaknesses. <laughs> and you and you know what? You don't need to ha- let a lot of people die on the front line. That's right. Because you, right. you, you know how to sneak around back. That's right. Stab them before Here, they know what's happening. Here's the back door. Yeah. And you know what? Some, Get your goddamn vaccines. <laughs> but here's the thing. You know, it's so, sometimes, yeah, that illness will will be smarter than you expected. Sometimes they'll have their own Rambo. Yeah. They'll get through, and that's unfortunate. But the vaccine gave you a fighting chance. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Independence Day. Um, <laughs> um, <sighs> but but I do think, Kevin, yep. I do think that uh, this is a world where almost every society is eliminating biological fringe cases. Yeah. Allergies, intolerances. Uh, systematic diseases, yeah. cancer. Um, you know, it would also be there's people. Uh, I have a friend uh, from junior high, yeah, who basically never got his growth spurt. Yeah, like it just never happened. That probably wouldn't happen in this world. It, well, it's it's interesting that that um, compared to a lot of sci-fi technologies, this this one is not. You, there's a few things you can do to adjust to something that's happening, but for a lot of the cases, you are preventing or you're reacting to things. Yeah. Like, like, like the cancer, for example. You can't remove those – the cancer's already there. That's why in this world, like – You just – you stop it. Yeah, you need, getting, getting you early still screenings. still need surgery to get the cancer out. Yeah, and you still need early screenings. Yeah. Like all those things are important. But it's the same thing with like – um. Uh. Like. Like. We. We talk about the fact that in this one you could sort of design people. Yeah. But the things that that you can't do that to people already existing. Yeah. You can't. You can't. I can't change your eye color. It. Well. It, yeah. It would be a gradual change, right? Yeah. Um. So. So that's why. That's why this one more than other things would rely so much on what governments do. Yeah. Because if you have, it the, would be what the people want. Well, or what the government wants. Yes, it would. It would. And if the government's listening to the people, it'll be what the people want. But if the government's just listening to the government, then it'll just be what the government wants. Yeah. Okay, Kevin, are you ready for me to bust this whole thing wide the fuck open? Jeremy, 
kill me. So because uh, babies are so pliable and yeah. their cells haven't all been prescribed to what they're going to be. Lizards, yes. You could um, you could prescribe mutations. Ah. So like green eyes, you could make green eyes way more common. Yeah. You can make red hair way more common. Yeah. So long as there's the ability in the genome for that. Like you could choose recessive genes over dominant ones. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like that is for children. Yeah. I could not take you. Yeah. Jeremy. Right now. Yeah. And be like, let's turn those eyes into something different. Well, you could do it with me specifically because I'm an eternal baby, Kevin. <laughs> You're a lizard? <laughs> no. I don't know what babies are. <laughs> Still don't know what babies yeah, are. Okay. Okay. We're going to go to a hospital after this. We see some babies? Nope. Okay. It's going to take you to a hospital. <laughs> be like, this man doesn't understand what babies are. Please. Either throw him in a place where he can never be around a baby <laughs> or tell him what a baby is. <laughs> Doctor, tell me, do, do babies have tails and if I cut them off, will they come back? That's all I want to know. No and no. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do think that, that basically you get a human race that falls in narrower parameters. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because, because it would also work like because you can adjust metabolism – you could adjust the oh, like obesity in that way, right? Yeah. Like the overweight problem. Um, you could also tell like <laughs> you, you could tell your like your heart to be more cardiovascularly healthy. Yeah, right. Well, the, essentially, what it comes down to is this is one of those worlds that we create occasionally um, where the the outcome of the world of what it would be is entirely reliant on. The kinds of people using the technology, specifically in this one, the kinds of people who control the technology. Yeah. And not the transfer technology, but the creation of, like, things. Like, let's, like we talk about the metabolism one, the one yeah. that makes it effective. The person who creates that could make that super expensive. So only the most richest people have access to just a – literally a liquid you stand next to and it makes you burn burn fat better. Well, that's, that's if if it's, like, the United States, that's what would happen, right? Yeah. If it was Canada – it would be a public health service yeah. available to those people who needed it, but not to everybody. Yeah. Well, probably might. It also might be one of those tiered things where they're like, yeah. "Well, here, here's one that's good. Here's one that's better." Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. So there's only so much we can go. It's entirely dependent on, in this case, the government. Yeah. This this is the sort of thing that individuals cannot make and function. Like I don't think an individual. I mean, it's government or it's corporation or it's yeah. scientists. Like it's it it's depending on who has power, and it's completely dependent on their philosophy. Well, it's entire. I mean, let's let I I think what we're going to see a lot here is we're going to see a lot of buff, super sexy uh, scientists in this world. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all with all like long Fabio hair, and I mean, I also think Kevin that this is a world that probably plastic surgery never gets big in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, depending on what you can tell it to do. Yeah, yeah. no, I can see that. Like, no, liposuction probably would. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's a lot where plastic surgery started, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of the things that plastic surgery started in is, like, scar tissue, yeah. burn tissue, um, you know, liposuction. Which maybe you can tell your cells to, to heal burns better? Yeah. you the, During the treatment, I don't know you enough probably could. That. You probably could. It's, yeah, it'll be a process. You, you would have to tell your cells not to grow into the scar tissue and just yeah. to grow back as normal tissue. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, guess I can see that. I don't yeah, know it, it would have to be a, a in me- medical treatment while you were healing. Yeah, I don't know enough about burns to say anything yeah. about that. 
Anyways, if you think that's an interesting world, you can talk to us about it. Yeah, you can tweet at me. I'm at Mighty Fuse. Or me, I'm at Sean Man K. Weir. And if you really want to talk to both of us, you can reach both of us at, at Third Space Cast. <laughs> talk to you in alternating words. Yes. Yes, that won't be um, annoying. If you like that episode, please give us a rating or review on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, or wherever you may be listening to us. Yes. Uh, you can also send us an email uh, for maybe more in-depth thoughts. Yep. Uh, that's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a dissertation on how cells work, <laughs> go for it. Please please do. Yeah. Please at Kevin. Nope. not Don't <laughs> at me. <laughs> that, that'll be like 50 tweets. I ain't going to read all of them. Yeah, but imagine if you had the longest educational tweet chain in Twitter history. <laughs> yeah. You could be a record record holder, Kevin. That's not going to make me more popular than Terry Crews. <laughs> also, it would be at me, not me yeah, doing it. Yeah, it would be at you. This, hey, if you want to be famous, at Kevin. Kevin <laughs> uh, Weir was explained for the longest time how cells work. <laughs> And what babies are. And what babies are. Make sure you tell Kevin what babies are. Yeah, tell me what babies are. (laughs) And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I finally kick the shit to the curb and get down to fucking business. Are you ready? Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. (laughs) 